Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all, season eight, episode 199. I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sajay Park on the verge of elation with episode 200 next week. Man, next week? It's going to be great. It's a milestone. It's going to be awesome. Are we going to throw a but, party? Are, are we going to do like I mean, a, I think I think we got to do something for sure. I'm not sure what yet, but we got to do something. I, no I think we it. have everybody come over to your house. Oh, yeah? Is that what we're going to do? Everybody. We're gonna get a, I think we got to get a pinata. Is a that, pin- like, that's the, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm not sure why my mind immediately went to pinata when we're talking about party, but for some reason it did. And I, I, maybe it's because I like candy. Is it, sure. is it because you always lost when the pinata broke and you'd got none of the candy on the inside? Is that well, why? no, it's not that I get none of the candy. It's that all that's left are Tootsie Rolls and I don't I don't do the Tootsie Rolls. Wait, I don't what's like wrong the with Tootsie Rolls? Rolls? I love Tootsie I go Rolls. For the, I go for like chocolate, you know, first, and then I go for like the hard candies, like nerds and stuff. And then Tootsie Rolls are like last, like that's last on my list, man. So, we, so. would you search around for like the Japanese Kit Kats? Is that what you were looking for? Oh. Well, for sure. Yeah, that's always that's always number one, man. Number one. All right. Listen, yeah, a couple things. Number one, this episode is brought to you by Together Letters. If you have not checked out our product, our new thing, Together Letters, please do at togetherletters.com. It helps you stay social and connected with groups that matter to you. So with that said, in this episode, listen, we're going to talk about Netflix. We got to talk about Zuck because, you know, Facebook. We're going to talk actually a lot about Facebook, T-Mobile, new Apple stuff, uh, arguments about who controls the name Cruise, which is just totally crazy. And of course, killer robots, because I mean, why would we not talk about killer robots on Tech Talk, y'all? So let's get started. Sanjay, what do you have for us first? So first up, uh, if you're watching Netflix improperly, which is uh, through like a VPN or something, it may start becoming a lot harder for you to watch Netflix through that VPN. They are mm-hmm. cracking down. Netflix imposes harsher restrictions on VPNs residential IP addresses. So we've already seen them cracking down on people sharing Netflix accounts. Yep. Now they're having to do this. And you know what's interesting? So because of my background inventing IP location technology, yep. I, I have mixed emotions about this. Like I get why people want to do this because you don't necessarily have access to the content you want to see. But it's, right. I find it hilarious, the comments underneath it of this article where people are just trying to light up Netflix and be like, well, you're just making it harder for me to do this. So I'm just going to pirate the content. It's like, look, listen, that's essentially what they're doing anyway. Yeah. Really? First of all, yes. But also Netflix doesn't want to do this. They don't want to keep you from this content. They are required to by the people that own that content. That's true. So the person you're or the company you're angry at is not Netflix. It's the people that own all of that content, which is other people. Cause I think I'm pretty sure all the Netflix original content that they produce, they don't geo restrict. Like you can yeah. get it anywhere. Yeah. Right. Because it's right. their own. So they are like, yep. no, we're not going to geo restrict it. We're going to put it everywhere. So, so yeah. you and I took away two very different things from this article because you took away like the facts and like how it all works. <laughs> what I took away from this article was wait, I could have watched Star Trek Discovery on Netflix by faking my IP address location. What the heck? Like, that's what I took away from this. I didn't know that. That's what it said at the top. That was the first thing it said. I missed that. I was like, wait, I've never watched Star Trek Discovery because I've been unwilling to sign up for yet another streaming service. For that. You're telling me I could have done it. That's the CBS one, right? Or the. Yeah. Yeah. It's the all access. Yeah. So I was just like, man, I was bummed out. So. Oh, so outside of the US, you could watch Star Trek Discovery. Oh, I didn't know. I know. 
Well, listen, speaking of location-based, next article, remember Yik Yak? Well, it's back and still anonymous. And according to Twitter, it's still the most horrible place on earth. So uh, <laughs> so if you, if you don't know, uh, Yik Yak was that social network where you could interact with people, I think it was within a five mile radius, fully and completely anonymously. The idea was that you could like be at a, a ball game and yeah. you could hop on there and say, oh, I saw this and I did this. So it's kind of like next door, but without any degree of responsibility or accountability. And Except you could- yeah. it kind of did have it. It just wasn't responsibility based on the user's view because you didn't know who the person was, but the company totally knew who you were. Right, right. That's true. That's true. So So if you did a bomb threat like people did, they got caught because it wasn't anonymous because people are dumb and they don't understand how the internet works. That's fair. That's fair. But But the point is it's, it's been, it was bought by another company. Apparently it's, it's back. Yeah. And you can try. I still have not even bothered to download it, though. I yeah. am kind of curious about who in a five mile radius of me in suburbia, what they would be talking about. So I kind of yeah. I kind of do want to check it out now. But so I don't know. We'll it it, it kind of took off in colleges and, and high schools. Um, yeah. I should note that originally it was an Atlanta based startup. That's how we know a lot of it. There is actually still a mural over uh, near Krog Street. Um, that shows the uh, that that buffalo uh, that's painted on the side of a building of uh, of a friend of mine who owns a company down there. Uh, so there's this nice mural, and it was paid by Yik Yak. Um, but yeah, now apparently it is a Nashville company, according to the website. It says it's made in Nashville. Uh, so uh, there's no clarity as to who is actually behind it. Uh, there's hmm. no information about who's running the company or anything else like that. Uh, I will say I dug a little bit into it, and their mailing address is in Michigan. Um, and they are not registered to do business in Michigan. I looked it up on the secretary of state's website, so I don't really understand what's going on. I did not take a look into Tennessee, but, um, uh, yeah, this is what I love about you, man. Like this right here, it never in my wildest dreams would enter my mind. Like, let me go to the Michigan state secretary's website and look like never would have thought of that. Well, but I, like, that's I, the first thing you do. It's I, like, it's I only found beautiful. that because I wanted to know where they were located. And then their right. privacy policy, they have to have their postal address. So I found yep. their postal address and that was in Michigan. I was like, well, that's weird. Cause it says Nashville. And I was like, well, let me look and see if they are registered as a foreign corporation in Michigan. And they are not. So this is why we're a good team because go. I have the thought, Hey, I wonder who's running Yik Yak. And then it's not on the website. And I go, huh, I don't care. <laughs> and then I turn it over to you and you like go super sleuth it. Like you figure it like it's, but I mean, not that you did, but you, you, yeah. at least you, at least I, you tried. So, I still dead ended, yeah. but uh, it's well, okay. Uh, <laughs> Talking about somebody else who's uh, dead end. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg says Facebook has removed 18 million posts with COVID misinformation, but he won't say how many people have viewed them. Probably because the number is so large and they're going to go, you're killing people. So listen, if I were Mark Zuckerberg at this moment, I would be very careful with what I know, right? So I would yeah. be talking to my team, be like, listen, I'm going to ask you a question and you're only going to answer that question and absolutely nothing else. How many posts have we remu- removed? Okay, that's the number. No, you, you want to tell me? No, 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 no. Don't tell me more. Don't tell me more. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want anything more. Like, that's, I think that's what he's doing. Like, yeah. that's, the, that's, that's what you got to do at this point. Plausible deniability. Oh, I have no idea how many people saw it. You oh, know? hey, you know that um, access that I have into the system to be able to know things like this? I need you to take that away from me. Yeah, that's right. Please remove that. Because I don't, I don't want to have access to that information. <laughs>
And I also don't want to know who has access to that information. Yeah, I don't so tell that me. I can yeah, say, I like, I don't know and I don't know who does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's just sad, man. It, it It's sad that they, they've got to get better. I, I think that it feels like they're trying, but they're just failing over and over again. Th- so. This is like, you know, hundreds of years into the future when anthropologists are trying to understand why civilization failed. They'll be like, yeah, I don't know why they created this thing called Facebook. And it just caused like this implosion of society. It's just like how we do with yeah. the Romans, like yeah. trying to understand, like, what caused them or or like um What's that island? Easter Island, right? Where yeah, nobody right, exists yeah. now. And we're like, well, there's no trees anymore. They used up all the trees. So that probably caused it. Uh, hundreds of years from now, it'll be like, they created this thing called Facebook. And and it seems like that caused it. It's not Skynet. It's Facebook. That's yeah. that's the downfall. So speaking of um, how Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube are handling the Taliban. So you know, everybody's been watching the news. We all know what's going on in Afghanistan. The, the Taliban, is, t- for better or worse, they're in control. They're governing the the, the nation or the, the state, whatever it is, uh, however you define it right now. Um, and so social media has got to figure out what they're doing because they've been banned. Taliban's been banned from these platforms for so long. So this, this is the quote that actually answers the question, by the way. Um, it, sa- it says, quote, so far, Facebook and YouTube have said the Taliban are banned from their platforms per U.S. sanctions policies. Twitter does not have a ban, but told Recode, that's the the link that we give you in the show notes uh, to their website, Recode, but told Recode that it takes down individual pieces of violent content. So in case you wondered, that's how social media is dealing with this craziness so far. It's kind of weird though, right? Like I was looking up, I'm pretty sure uh, the North Korean uh ministry of like public information or whatever like that is on Twitter. And arguably it's like, well, from the U S perspective, it's almost kind of the same thing, right? Like, yeah, we, we declare them state sponsor, uh, state sponsors of terrorism. So why is it different? Well, yeah, but, but Twitter, but, but Twitter has them on there too. Twitter doesn't have a ban, right? So Twitter, Twitter's the one place where these terrible regimes can can put their voice out there, I guess. And they at least monitor individual posts, it seems like, which right. is, I guess, a good thing. Um, but I mean, apparently the Taliban's been trying to use social media to get word out to various communities and and and, and communicate. So for better or for worse, that's, that's what's happening right now. Again, fall of civilization right there. There you go. Yeah. You, you mm-hmm. know what's a better way of, of doing this social media stuff? that uh, keeps you safe is, is together letters. I'm just saying, yeah, because you know, I agree. It doesn't get you everywhere and, and you still get to talk to the group of people that you want to talk to. And you're not so. being tracked by everything you do. Yeah. And you're just connecting with people without all the junk. Yeah. Talk about junk uh, inside Facebook's metaverse for work. <laughs> oh my God. Did you see this thing? <laughs> this thing. Okay. 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 What listen. is happening? I so do listen. not understand. Listen, man. So, so I think freshman year at Georgia Tech, uh-huh. part part one of our classes was that you had to like go into this like little metaverse community and like navigate your little avatar from room to room and like go talk to three people about absolutely nothing. And it was stupid then and it's stupid now. This is the same exact thing. <laughs> so wait it's a minute. the same thing. You were playing Among Us at Georgia Tech. Yeah, Back then. that was it. It was just, I mean, imagine Among Us with actually s- somehow worse graphics, <laughs> but, you'd inter- but you'd interface with people. That, that's what it was. Oh my it's God. It's crazy, man. So like, so like, so, okay. So if let me, let me back pivoted up. back then at Georgia Tech, they could have made a really popular game instead of something really dumb. I know. I, yeah. It could have been huge. So let me back up. Let me back up. So this, cause this is important. 
So this idea of the metaverse, okay? So so let me let me put this into context for for us uh, for the less nerdy of our crowd, though you all know what a YubiKey is now, and we all now agree that that makes you a nerd. So you're welcome. We we nerdifying you, you in the nerdifying them, the thing. right? Yeah, we nerdified. Yeah. yeah so nerdified. so but but with that said, uh, the the idea of a metaverse, like if you've seen Wreck It Ralph, every character kind of exists in this digital space, and they can go within this digital universe into various games and into various places. That's the concept of a metaverse. There's the same concept in Ready Player One. And Ready Player One is this very dystopian book and, and movie where really everybody spends all of their time inside of this virtual reality. And then that's kind of their real world. And then you do other games and activities inside of that, right? So it's the it's this metaverse. I, and then um, when the machines harness you, that becomes the matrix. And then you don't know that you're in the metaverse. And then they're just sucking off your energy. And uh, that's exactly, living. I think that's exactly what happens. Yes, I completely agree with you on that. So, <laughs> so or at least, theoretically. Um, so, so the point is that, that Facebook's trying to take steps to that, which honestly I get. Like it makes, like, like that is going to be a thing in the next 10 to 20 to 30 years. However, number one, I, I'm not sure that the VR technology is good enough to really accommodate it yet. And number two, Facebook's attempt so far, at least from the screenshots that I've seen, look horrific. So I, I just had to tag it and laugh. It was just awful. Yeah. So, you, you know, this has been around too for a while. So long, yeah. in fact, that there was an episode of The Office where Dwight Schrute had mm -hmm. uh, his avatar in Second Life and yeah. then uh, he's, in, he's in second, second life. He's like, he was like twice removed. He had another metaverse. Yeah. Right. Great. And, and didn't, um, uh, Jim had an avatar. Jim oh, had yeah. an avatar and then mm -hmm. like was attacking Dw Dwight in second life or something. Yeah. Something like, I mean, it was great. Yeah. But that's, but it's a similar idea to second life. I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole point. So it, it's just, it's just crazy. Is yeah. what it is. It's just crazy. So anyway, well, moving on, uh, T-Mobile investigating claims of massive customer data breach. So this is super fun. Yeah, and so this this evolved over the week. It started uh, investigating claims, and then we've got another article going saying T-Mobile confirms it was hacked. So right. uh, very likely uh, there is a chance. Well, not very likely, but there's a chance if you're a T-Mobile customer like I am, your and name and you, your name, your phone number, possibly your social security number, your date of birth, and maybe even your driver's license. Uh, may have been breached depending on if you've given some of those things to T-Mobile in the past. Uh, some of that is if you were trying to get credit from them to do uh, post postpaid prepaid. Oh, okay. Some yeah. kind of, some kind of account. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Right. You and I probably have that. And I don't remember. Actually, them you know, I just realized uh, my account's not in my name. So who's getting hosed at your, your house then your wife? Well, I'm not going to say, but <laughs> maybe somebody else that lives under this roof and is also an adult. That's all I'm trying to say. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure for us it was me. But uh, uh, I don't remember giving them my driver's license and all that stuff. But it was so long ago that, that I'm yeah. sure it probably happened. Mm. So, yeah, just, you know, if you're a T-Mobile customer, expect to get emails and texts and phone calls and whatever. And then you and, can ignore them like everybody else does yeah. and move on going about your day. And, so and get mail stuff in the mail from T-Mobile saying that they've done bad. And there you go. Uh, here's somebody that hasn't done bad, though. Lawrence Livermore claims a milestone in laser fusion. This is kind of awesome. Okay, I have, I have lots of questions. Number okay. one, what is laser fusion? And number two, who is Lawrence Livermore? And number three, what's the milestone? Those are all my questions. 
Go. Wow, that's a lot of questions. It's it's <laughs> like you didn't even understand any of that headline at all. <laughs> other than here's the next story. Like you understood that I understood, part. And I then after the that, word you laser. just didn't get it. I understood the word laser. That counts, right? <laughs> <laughs> do do you know what laser stands for? I'm gonna slowly. You know it's say an acronym. Yes. It's an acronym. Yes. Light amplification by simulated emission radiation. That's just another good difference between me and you, man. <laughs> well, I love that you would know that well, and, and that you would think I might. The, the so, reason I know that yeah. is at Georgia Tech, one of my classes that I took in electrical engineering was in lasers and optics. And and the professor, I still remember to this day, he would always say uh, mirror like this. He'd go, Mira, Mira. <laughs> Mira. <laughs> Still remember that well, to this day. Well, tell us about these lasers and if there's any Miras. Miras. I'm sure lot. there's Miras uh, in these lasers. But uh, first of all, Lawrence Livermore is a national laboratory. So it's one of the national labs. So, so you know Los Alamos National Labs. We always say Los yeah. Alamos, but it's actually yeah. Los Alamos National Labs. So it's one okay. of these large research laboratories that we have in this country. So that's number one. Laser fusion is what happens when they use lasers lasers to uh, create uh, heat and energy on something and create a fusion reaction. Now, we've talked about fusion okay. before, right? So fusion yep. is what the sun does to create right. endless amounts of, of energy. They're, it's fusing hydrogen atoms together, releasing energy and helium uh, that comes out of it. Um, that is different from fission, which is those bombs that we create where we separate uh, a, an atom and release energy that way. So what they've done is that they have ignited a fusion reaction that released more energy than the amount of energy it took to start the reaction. That's a big deal. We yeah. have never done that before. Every other fusion reaction that we've ever done has taken more energy than we have released from the fusion reaction. What this means is that we might be we're getting closer and closer to that cusp of being able to actually do fusion energy, which is clean, limitless energy that mm. could then power the world and not have to dig up old dinosaur bones and burn them for energy. Wow. That's a, a major breakthrough. Wow. That's a that's huge, a, huge deal. That's right? a huge, it also sounds like the kind of thing that there's going to be a lot of entrenched parties that hate it and we might go to war over. So I'm just, you know, yeah. I'm just not trying to be a doomsday guy. I'm just saying that there's an uphill battle. That's all I'm yeah. trying figuratively and hopefully not. I mean, really. I think we're, I think we're getting better. Uh, we're going to talk about Toyota in a minute, but you know, they, we never tagged an article about this, but they were uh, lobbying against electric vehicles. Cause they were like, we've spent all this money on, on internal combustion engines. Um, but they've lost, right? The, the U S has passed yeah. a bunch of electric vehicle uh, stuff and we're on that train. We're, we're yeah. switching over. So uh, hmm. we'll see where we go. As you might've heard, Sanjay and I have a new project called Together Letters. So this episode is brought to you by Together Letters. The idea is simple. Everyone has email. No one wants to log in to another thing, but everyone wants to stay connected. Together Letters uses email to create a collaborative newsletter, keeping groups better connected. Sign up today at togetherletters.com. All right, next up, after Apple rejections, FlickType gives up on popular iPhone keyboard for the blind. So as best I could understand it, the author or the, the creator of the app, FlickType, has had a lot of run-ins with Apple, been very critical of Apple, 
And uh, there's a lot of tension there, I guess. And <laughs> Apple rejected his app and it's going to have to kind of go away or be diminished. I mean, is that how you read it as well? Yeah, I think that there's a subtext here too, that Apple was trying to acquire the company and the technology and this developer or, or the company did not want to sell. And so uh, started running into issues with Apple mm. and trying to get this uh, app released. So uh, they've just basically said like, look, this is not worth it uh, and we're going to move on. I, you know, I will mm. say like, look, you've got the same potential issue with Android and the Google mm -hmm. app store, but on Android, you can sideload apps very easily. It, it makes yeah. it super easy. Um, I've actually done that. There's an app that I use every on occasion that I need to sideload. And that's the Georgia, not the Georgia. Yeah. The Georgia lottery app. Um, mm. Sometimes I'll buy um, a lottery tickets right on my phone, but they can't issue that app on the app store because they don't allow gambling and okay. buying a lottery ticket is technically gambling. So you've got to sideload that. And uh, that's how you get the app on your phone. So, so many things, Sanjay, but uh -huh. I'm just going to, I'm just going to side, I'm going to sidebar this conversation about statistics and lottery ticket buying with you later you on. We'll, we'll uh, do that at the end of the show after. <laughs> so if anybody wants to listen, and I'll tell you my reasoning as to why I do that. I would love to hear your reasoning, but at the end of the show, stay tuned for Sunday's reasoning. That's great. Actually, after, I did, after all, the credits, we'll talk about it. In after all the fairness, I would never disparage the Georgia Lottery. Uh, the 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 person that runs the Georgia Lottery is a friend of mine, so uh, so I, I would never I would never disparage that. And and honestly, it funded a lot of my education. So uh, so, <laughs> and moving on, who controls quote Cruise name? GM and Ford are going to battle it out. And so I saw this article and they're going to battle over who owns the trademark for the term cruise in your car. And, and here's why I tagged this article. Because, because it's dumb, this, right? <laughs> this is stupid. This is stupid on so many levels because we're not talking about cruise anymore. Like we're talking about autonomous driving. We're talking about driver assist. We're talking about self-driving. Cruise is like a 1990s term. They should be fighting about this in 95. Like this isn't 1995, but you should not be having this fight. Yeah. This is stupid. Yeah. Move on and come up with a better name if you need to. Well, you know the what I'm reason is, is that they're trying to trade off of the brand equity that the word cruise and cruise control have been built up into the mind of the public over the last 30, 40 years. Right. I think they're mistaken. I really do. I, I feel like cruise control is antiquated. It, it, the brand is antiquated. The yeah. idea of it is antiquated at this I mean, point. I'll, I'll tell you my car. Uh, I've got a Volvo. It calls it pilot assist. Um, yeah. I think, which is way better than cruise. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. So one is calling theirs. So GM system is called super cruise. Cause mm. it's not your, you know, grandfather's cruise. That's a dumb name. It's, That's it's almost super. as dumb as Ed Bra Edge Browser's super secure, whatever stupid mode. Okay. Like micro, micro, cruise Microsoft super duper secure mode. That that's some lazy marketing is what that is. I Let's think, just be real. Okay. I, I think you're right. And then mm -hmm. what was Ford's called? It was something like Blue Cruise or something like I that. I don't know. Equally dumb. But listen, y'all, yeah. y'all gotta get better things to fight. We got other things going on, you know? So all right. Moving on. What's next, Sanjay? Uh, next up, uh, moving to uh, Toyota, which we uh, talked about uh, a little bit mm -hmm. ago, but Toyota is cutting their output as chip shortage finally catches up to it. They were saying that, no, no, this chip shortage, we, we it's not going to affect us. We good. Uh, no, you're not good. Uh, they mm -hmm. are starting to cut back on production, as are so many other car manufacturers. And we're starting to hear now that some of this is not going to fix itself until maybe the end of 2022 
and it yep. might even be 2023. So car prices are about to go through the roof yeah. again. They, if you got a car that's ready to sell, if you're going to sell it, wait, you can make a lot more money. Soon. Yeah, they started coming down those prices, but I mm -hmm. think they're going to go back up again. Oh, um, yeah. And it, so yeah. so if you want to buy a car right now might be the time to buy. But then yeah. if you're trading in a car, don't trade it in yet and maybe hold on to it. But also, mm. uh, we are not giving you financial advice. Uh, if this goes sideways on you, it's not our fault. Do not your own research. We are not lawyers. Mm -hmm. We're not accountants. We're not finance people. Uh, we're, we're not just, even intelligent. No, we're just Wait. we're just no, two we're guys doing a podcast. So if you okay, listen yeah. to us, you're you're that that's dumb. <laughs> Don't do that. All right. Now, the next article also about cars. U.S. probing autopilot problems on seven hundred and sixty-five thousand Tesla vehicles. So apparently, there's a problem with Tesla's autopilot where when there's an emergency vehicle on the side of the road with flashing lights. The Tesla autopilot wants to steer directly into that emergency, not avoid, but actually drive into that emergency vehicle. I think there have been like 12 accidents, 11 accidents, something like that related to this. Um, I've actually heard about this on several podcasts that I listen to. As a matter of fact, it's been so widely reported. So you might have already heard about it. Uh, this is kind of a big problem for Tesla. Yeah. So apparently the Tesla vehicles think like, oh, I need to create an emergency. Not that there's already an emergency there that I need to avoid. I mean, like, I don't know what it's thinking. Like, what is happening here? There's something. Let me hit it. That's, yeah, that's the, it's, I will uh, create, it's a I'll game. create the emergency for you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. not good. 17 people have been injured. One has been killed uh, mm. because of these accidents that uh, Tesla's are creating. And look again, the driver behind the wheel should be responsible for what is happening. I know you car. see the car like, steering off the road. You steer it back. That's what you're supposed to do. Not turn it on and go to sleep and think that it's because it's not smart enough. Nobody has told no. you it is smart enough to do this it's on not. its own. It's so, not, it's yeah, not. I am yeah. mm. unhappy about that. Uh, tell you something else that uh, I'm unhappy about because I don't understand what is happening here. <laughs> Tesla is actually going to make a Tesla bot humanoid <laughs> robot for general purpose use. This is the dumbest thing. <laughs> hey, I've got an idea. Why don't you fix the cars that crash into emergency vehicles instead of trying to make robots? You know, here, here's my favorite thing about this article. Okay. So it's talking about like the different potential uses of the Tesla bot, right? So bear in mind, this is a Tesla bot that looks very much like the iRobot from the iRobot movie. Okay. So, so they're going to make a Tesla bot. Which, in, by in the way, the, was an Isaac Asimov book, which you still need I know. to read. So, You've told, yeah. I got to read it. I, I'm working on my first one right now. Yeah. Um, but but uh, but the point was, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you can use this bot for lots of like like utility duties. So like they can help you carry in groceries, something. OK, so wait. So what you're telling me is I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pick my grocery bags up out of the car and and I'm going to I'm going to move them to the bot this thing will carry them inside and then I'm going to take them from the bot and then like that makes that's more work like that's crazy <laughs> and, and how much does that, that cost how much does the bot cost to do that bit? I mean it's got to cost a bunch of thousands of dollars right and so, bunch so of thousands. tens of tens of thousands I'm sure so then on top of that and then it said in the specs like it'll be able to hold 45 pounds so you've got a humanoid 5 foot 9 I think ish bot and it can only hold 45 pounds? Like, I'm I'm sorry. That sucker needs to be able to hold 200 pounds to be worth anything, in my opinion. Like, come, I mean, like, that's, like the, that's the threshold. Like a 12-year-old can probably hold 45 that's pounds, That's what right? I'm saying. So it's a bot that's as strong as a 12-year-old. Like, that's absurd. Come on. I need so, a bot just, that's like yeah. a superhuman. Like, if I'm going to get yeah. a bot, it needs yeah. to be do, able to do things that I cannot do. Like, hey, yeah. bot, I need you to go jump on the roof and check out and make sure there's no leaks up there. 
Like, or, or I can't like, jump hey, up there. Or like, hey, bot, I don't have a stepladder handy. Here, hoist me up and just hold me up there, like with one hand, like like I'm a cheerleader, so I can get up there. Like I'll just balance on your one hand. I'll be the cheerleader up hey, the top. You know, it'll be cool. Hey, bot, I so. want to dunk this basketball. Lift me up so I can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just, it's just absurd. It's just absurd. How how so, soon I, is it until uh, we have like no no this this bot is a part of my body and so you've got to let me run the Olympic uh you know 500 meter dash with it. Uh, We're going there. We're, I mean, be... we'll we'll see. Well, I, there there's an article I skipped that uh, that talked about how uh, everybody's going to be androids at some point. I'm assuming they meant we'd be some somehow uh, technically technically augmented as people, and, but and not I'm, phones. I'm not particularly looking forward to that day. Not phones. Not, not phones, we're no. not going to be phones. We're going to be okay. No. Okay. No. Oh, so uh, so sorry. It's my <laughs> turn. So for our last article before weird and wacky, and this isn't an article. It's actually a link to a YouTube video. So go to the show notes. You absolutely should see this. TechTalkYall.com. You can find the show notes there. So it's an, a video of Atlas, which is I believe a Boston Robotics robot, and it's doing a parkour course. I mean, like you would see like on TV, like they do that, that crazy show on TV. I can't remember the name of it all of a sudden. American um, Ninja Warrior. American Ninja Warrior. How do you know? I love that show. I just forgot. It's, 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 it's the, the robot is doing like a, a miniature version of an American Ninja Warrior course, like perfectly. And then at the end, it does a backflip off a table onto the floor. I mean, like, so, oh man, unlike the Tesla bot, these things are real and they just keep making them better. So mm-hmm. that Skynet can come and send these robots to kill us all. Ooh, that's all that's so, gonna I mean, happen here. I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. The level of agility of this robot was not unlike a Terminator movie robot. Like I'm not even exaggerating when I say that. Like, I, it's, I, I'm it's, watching it as we're talking, and these backflips are just nuts. It's crazy. And like they're running on uneven surfaces. Like it's nothing. I mean, yeah. like it, it's just so wild to me. So and, the whole and thing Terminators, is so Terminators never even did backflips. These are like more than these are Terminator Plus. Like this a, is a streaming Terminator service Plus. for Terminators. Like, like that's what these are. It's, <laughs> it's Terminator Plus. Wow. <laughs> We're gonna die. Time for the weird and wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. So first up in uh, weird and wacky, uh, scientists discover Stonehenge is constructed from a nearly indestructible material. This was fascinating like, to me. I feel like this is an uh, like one of those headlines like where they try to make you think Stonehenge is really alien. Yeah, but it's really just like solid rock. Like, like it, I mean, it is. Uh, it's it's apparently the grains are lined up in such a way that makes them very tight and cemented together, and basically makes okay. it so that they don't fall they don't apart. they don't yeah, deteriorate. They don't yeah, yeah. Apparently, they, somebody had a core sample that they did in the 1950s. Yeah, uh, because you can't. They're not going to allow you to do core samples now on these. No, things, never. Um, because that would be not good for them. But uh, yeah, they were doing analysis of it and. I've realized it, it's just fascinating. It's like, well, it made me think like, wait a minute, then were these stones just sitting here and all the dirt around them has washed away and nobody actually brought them here. They just kind of landed that way. Uh, because if they were indestructible compared to everything else around it, like weather should wash everything else away eventually. Right. Well, it, it, it kind of also bears the question of like, I mean, if they're, if they were that indestructible, how did they, how did they harvest is the wrong word, but, how did they get the, how do they, core, how, do they how do they get this, get yeah. them there? Yeah. 
like, or, or it's how do they like cut them out and forge? Yeah, like it boggles or, the yeah. mind. You know, I mean, well, it's it's, it's or maybe crazy. they were naturally formed in these shapes, and somebody was like, "Hey, you know what? Well, let's just stand these up. And, let's just stand uh, these suckers up. This yeah. would be a great idea. I got yeah. an idea. That's a that's a <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of the of the of the coral castle, you know, in Florida. Have you ever, have you ever been there and seen that whole no, thing? No, I haven't seen that. Have you have you ever read about it? No. It's 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 coral fascinating. Castle. So uh, the 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 myth behind it is there's this coral castle. It's outside of Miami. And uh, this guy built all of these huge, massive things out of coral and, and supposedly, supposedly did it all by himself and no one ever saw him do the work. And he, dude was like five foot two tiny guy and somehow like stood these things up and stacked them on top of stuff and like all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, I've been there and the engineering behind it's genuinely impressive and the amount of work it must have taken to, to, to carve all this out is unreal. But like how it got done, I mean, it, it would take, I mean, who knows, tons of machinery or, or people or something. So uh, it's it's mind boggling. There's whole, huh. there's all kinds of theories behind it. So, yeah, I, I just gave you another rabbit hole to go down. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, that. thanks. Yeah. I, I just brought up the website. 1923 established uh, right there in Miami. So, oh, yeah, I, I think I need I need to go see that. And, you know, even nearby us, there's those guide stones uh, uh-huh. in Georgia that yeah. nobody knows who put up and and whatever. I've not, I've yet to see those as well. So I need to go do that so, one day. So one more thing about the Coral Castle is fascinating. Uh-huh. So back in the back in the eighties, uh, you could actually still do it. So he had this one. Uh, he called it he called it a door, but it was basically like there's this solid wall of coral, and he had this one slab that was a door, and he had so perfectly drilled the hole down the middle of it and put it on a, on like a ball bearing that you could, t- and it, I think it was like a several thousands pounds of, 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 uh, of rock. You could literally take your finger and just push it with your finger and the whole thing would just rotate and open. Wow. And like, it took people, it took engineers forever to figure out like how he did it. Like, and they've never, never been able to duplicate. It. It's crazy. So, um, anyway, it's, it, there's a whole huge rabbit hole of YouTube there that you can, uh, you can go down. So moving on to our next article though, father and son crossed the English channel on e-foil board. So if you don't know what an e-foil board is, uh, you're not alone. It is an electric hydrofoil board, a hydrofoil board being a, a hydrofoil where the board kind of hovers up above the water while the hydrofoil is in the water, you know, carving through the water. And they went, I think it's, what is it? 23 miles across on their e-foil boards, and one of the boards had 4% battery left when they finally got there. And that must have taken forever to go 23 miles on those things. Like, that's got to take a long time. Yeah, how fast do they... Oh, they go up to 20 miles an hour. So that's, oh, well, then I guess, it, I guess it didn't take a long time. Then if they're going 20 miles an yeah, hour... Yeah, they crossed in about an hour and 44 minutes. Okay, that's, that's not terrible. Still, that's still a long time to be standing That's a long time to be... Yeah, well, I mean, to be like on, on your feet you know, bouncing with the waves. I mean, you got to be really alert to keep those things upright, I'm sure. So yeah, and um, then be yeah, like, pretty impressive. Uh Oh, I'm at 4%. I'm going to be taking a dunk with the sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah of course, they had support boats going with them and everything else. Well, but I mean, it's, a, it's pretty that's, cool. That's pretty weak then. I mean, yeah. support boats. Come on. Support boats. I mean, come that's, on. That's for that's for wimps. You should just <laughs> do it by yourself. Swim you should have done it. Not that I'm going to do it. Midnight alone <laughs> uphill way both go. ways <laughs> in the winter tech wreck tech wreck time to get your tech wreck tech 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 wreck chicky chicky tech wreck time to get your tech wreck 
All right, Sanjay, it's Tech Rec time. What do you have for us today? So it's, it looks like Tech Rec time this time is uh, is going to be a little silly. Uh, so it I've got silly, my silly yeah. one, and it's called, it's not Netflix, it's Nestflix. <laughs> N-E-S-T-F-L-I-X. So have you ever wondered about what fake shows and movies have been in other movies and, and TV shows? Well, now you have a list of all the fake movies and fake TV shows that have shown up in other movies and TV shows. And like one of my favorites, have you ever watched the TV show uh, Community? I love Community. Oh yeah, I love Community. Oh yeah. Kick Puncher and Kick Puncher 2. <laughs> totally, they're listed. Uh, and they, they even give you a synopsis, uh, who the director is, like the cat, like everything. It tells you all the stuff about Kick Puncher and Kick Puncher 2. <laughs> But uh, That's so great. any show, any movie where you're like, wait, is that a real show? You could find it uh, right on here. I mean, and there's so, some crazy ones that I've like, I did not uh, yeah, know it was a show. I'm looking right now. There's one. It's called Goodwill Hunting 2. Hunting season is the subtitle. It's got Matt Damon with a double barrel shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. You know, what I really want to find on here is, uh, is the movie. That uh, that Kevin watches in Home Alone, that black and white movie, because that was a totally fake movie. I don't know if you yeah. knew that or not. Yes, I um, do. Uh, but but I, I'd, I'd like to find that. So if you, yeah, if so you can that look that is, up for me. Uh, here it is. Uh, Angels with even filthier souls and Angel with filthy souls. So I think Angels with filthy souls is Home Alone. Yep. Home Alone. <laughs> Angels with even filthier souls is Home Alone 2, Lost in mm. New York. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I think that was like one of the first ones where they made a fake movie to yeah. be watched inside of a movie. Uh, and so it, it spawned like this whole thing uh, because and of And now spawned this website, which is pretty amazing. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That's like, wow, that's fantastic. There you go. Well, so well, my, what do you have for us? Yeah. My tech rank is not nearly as cool as yours, uh, but but it is it is stupid. Uh, it's called pointerpointer.com. And so when you load pointerpointer.com uh, and you move your pointer onto the screen, it will auto load an image where someone is pointing their finger at your pointer. So they're pointing their pointer finger or their finger, not always their pointer finger. They're pointing their finger at, at your, your, your mouse. Computer, your computer, at your, com your computer pointer. And then if you move your, your pointer again or your, your cursor again, there's another image where they're pointing. It's just the stupidest thing. So we were theorizing before before the the call that maybe like this is some some student or some professional is trying to create an AI and they they needed to like test how the AI learned and maybe this was what they did to train the AI or something like that. Maybe I mean I, I have no idea, but but it is it is funny. Um, I just keep moving my pointer and every time it just loads a weird image. And I mean, none inappropriate, no inappropriate ones that I've seen, just weird ones. So, yeah, I, I mean, um, some of them are like, what are you people doing and why are you pointing there? At yeah, that? I, I don't yeah. understand. But it's, it's so strange. I, I mean, there's so many images every time it's a different one. That yeah. I, at first I was saying like, oh, they must have like coded this. I don't think they there's no way you could have coded this many images. They had to have scraped all of these. And then use some kind of AI algorithm yeah. to say, is somebody pointing in this? And then where are they pointing? Like define yeah. the area. And yeah. then it's just. It's yeah. Cause if you even barely move your pointer and then move it back, it still changes to a different image every time. So you're right. Like it's always different. There's uh, so many images. I, mean, I see pictures of people dancing and they're pointing and. Oh I mean, yeah. Like, all I, it's. Yeah. It's just crazy. So there you go. If you want to waste, uh, waste some seconds, you're not going to waste minutes there, but if you want to waste some seconds, it's a good place to waste a few seconds. So, Sanjay, with that in mind, 
How can our listeners find and connect with you? And then we're going to talk about the lottery. But how can our listeners find and connect with you? <laughs> they can find me on Twitter at Sanjay. That's S-A-N-J-A-Y uh, or SanjayPark.com. Uh, both are assuming that I haven't won the lottery yet because if I have, you're not going to find me on either one. You're gone. Uh, you're just yeah, gone. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Adam? Yeah. Where can we find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter at AJ Walker. Find me on, on my website at AdamJWalker.com or you can find me... Um, I don't know, just at Together Letters, really. Like, that's really where you can find Just go to togetherletters.com. Um, there's a picture of me there doing a dance. That's not really true, but I'm hoping it'll get you to go to the website. So, uh, togetherletters.com. <laughs> I Now we need to put some picture of you doing it. Yeah, like or... a dancing a dancing gif or something. I mean. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so so, so walk, walk me through your, uh, your thinking, your philosophy, as it were, on uh, lottery playing. So here, it's a two-pronged approach. One. Okay. You can't win if you don't play. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was going to be mean, the first thing out of your mouth. Right? Oh, my like, gosh. You can't win if you don't play. I, I understand. I knew the, you were going to say that. The odds are ridiculous, but there's no way to win if you don't play. So that's number one. Okay. And number that's two, uh, it supports kids going to school. Like uh, Now, that, that so I get. I, that I do get. I have that no I issue get. with yeah. where the money's going. Like, Yeah. Uh, so yeah. unlike you... I was never the beneficiary of a Hope Scholarship money. Sucker! Because, uh, and this is my own fault, uh, because I, I went to college a year early, but when I was a sophomore, they started it for freshmen. When mm. I became a junior, it was for freshmen and sophomores. When I was a senior, it was for juniors and, and, and less. And then when I graduated, all four years were covered. So I missed it by a year Ouch. the whole time I was an undergrad. But That's brutal making it up now because we've got one in college now and the other one will be in college in a couple of years and and they're getting the benefit of some of that money so look i i have no i i view it as a voluntary tax uh, yeah and is, yeah. and i'm happy with where the money goes and and in georgia at least um they've done a really good job of locking down the use of that money in kentucky mm -hmm. where i'm from they tried to do the same thing and, and within a year or two they had moved that lottery money into pork projects and you know, like special projects that were outside of education. Um, and it right. was bad. And so I think Georgia did a really good job with that. And so I, I'm good with it. Yeah, it works for me. I, I, I get that. I like the second option better than the first, but I get that. So you're going to uh, like the first option when you're like, wait, you won. And I'm like, like Listen, yeah, because I played. And you when didn't. you won, I'll be the first person knocking on your door with my handout. Like, just like, dude, what so, are you going to hit me up with? You know? So you can't win if you don't play unless you know somebody else who played and won. Is, is that really the sentence then? That's really, that's how I look at it. Yes. Okay. There's a handful of people that if they win, I'm just going to show up and be like, give me some money. <laughs> you're on the list. So you're welcome. Okay. Um, you, you know, congratulations. So. so I know what happens <laughs> if you show up on my door. I'm like, wait, let me check my lottery ticket. That, that's that's when you don't answer. That's oh, that's oh, when okay. you yeah yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>